Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hi, this is Nancy O'Brien from Bethel West Pasco. Today, we're looking at the second half of Acts chapter 12. Peter's been freed from prison by an angel, and he finds himself standing on the street alone. He's a little disoriented, but he realizes that God has rescued him, that he needs to get moving. First, he goes to the house of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where people are gathered in prayer. I'm guessing that this was a common gathering place for people close to Peter, since he apparently knew they would be there. What happens next seems like a classic sitcom story. Peter comes to the house probably trying to be fairly sneaky, not wanting to be seen. He knocks on the gate, and the servant that answers recognizes Peter's voice, but she doesn't let him in. She gets so excited that he's there and alive that she just leaves him standing in the street. I mean, seriously? She's so excited about this news that she doesn't do the one thing that she actually needs to do. She skips the action and moves directly to the reaction, sharing her good news. Then the people inside don't believe her. I mean, this is really classic sitcom stuff here. It's enough to make me cringe. And the folks that were praying, they can't even begin to believe that Peter could actually be there. They're more willing to believe that his angel or his ghost has manifested at their doorstep than to believe that Peter is really there and free. But Peter just keeps on knocking and waiting and knocking and waiting until they finally open the door and see him. And once he gets inside, he tells them how God rescued him and asks them to spread the word to other church leaders. Then he takes off because it's not safe for him to be there. I find it really interesting that Peter didn't go to Mary's house to hide. No, he only went there to share his story of deliverance. Then he left to find a safe place somewhere else. So why didn't Peter just go directly into hiding from prison? Why did he stop to see these people? If he wanted to let people know that he was safe, he could have sent a letter after he got away. It was a pretty big risk to go to this place and to be seen by a lot of people, and all the more so because they left him standing outside knocking for what seems like a really long time. I feel like if it was me, even if I wanted to talk to these folks, that once the servant ran away, I would have taken off because the danger of continuing to stand there and make noise in the middle of the night was too great. I would have been like, oh, well, I tried, but I need to get out of here. I'll send them a note. That's good enough. But Peter stays, and he keeps knocking until they finally open the door and let him in, and he's able to share his story. So it must be important, and it strikes me that the details matter. If Peter had just left, sneaked out of town, and gone into hiding, word would have spread that he had escaped. I mean, Herod made a big search for him, and he executed the men men that were guarding Peter. So the story would have gotten around. But without details, people would fill in their own concept of what happened. Maybe Peter bribed the guards, or maybe he knew a secret way out of the prison, Shawshank Redemption style. Or maybe God lifted him up bodily and set him down far away from Jerusalem. There's lots of possibilities. And most of them would not have put God at the center of the story. But the truth that Peter was sleeping and an angel had to whack him on the side to get him up and moving and to give him detailed instructions on how to dress himself puts the glory onto God and none onto Peter, who had to be reminded to, quote, dress himself. So it was important that Peter tell his story to other believers so that their faith in God would be increased, that their willingness to believe that their prayers would be answered would be increased that the part of them that chose to believe that a ghost would show up before Peter would show up 
would be crushed under the weight of God's actions. In the same way, our stories are important and they're important to share. Sharing God's actions with each other is one of the ways that we remind ourselves and we remind each other that God is real and he's alive and working today. He's not just a figure in the Bible. He's here and he's engaged with our lives. We need that evidence to fuel our faith when times are hard, when hope seems lost. We need to know and remember God has always been faithful so we can have faith that he will be faithful again. So friends, I wanna encourage you to share your stories of God working in you and working through you. Don't be afraid to attribute miracles, big or small, to God. I've heard people say, maybe it was God or you know, maybe it was just coincidence. But friends, you can never go wrong in giving God the glory because it's always God. Father, I pray for our eyes to be open to miracles that you are working in our lives every day. Most of them are not as dramatic as your release of Peter, but they're there and they're wondrous. Give us the courage to share our experiences with each other and with the world so that your glory grows and our faith deepens. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.